Animal Crossing. Now, it's a new update today. Ah, pretty good. Free update. I don't like free. Anyway, so uh, how have you been? You been uh, I'm good. Just chilling, hard. You know, doing the thing. Nothing yeah. new. Yeah. Playing a crap ton of Overwatch. Oh, okay. Same yeah. here. Well, not Overwatch, but uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow, we're recording. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess we're not going to have any funny one-liner intro because I screwed it up no. by asking you how you're doing. Yeah, plus Will's not here to make fun of, so. Yeah, Will's always the butt of all of our jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hey everyone, welcome to episode 38 of Land Party on the website Pixel Raider, which you may or may not know by now. I'm Antonio. I am Tristan. And uh, it's going to just be the two of us today. Uh building castles in the sky just We're bringing it us. back down we wanted to feel like a npr chat show on the radio so it's just gonna be low-key this week exactly exactly so uh what have you been playing buddy i've been playing uh like i said overwatch um i got that mercy skin uh, oh I had to up, yeah i had to end up buying it but whatever <laughs> i got it um so yeah, still just jamming out that, and still trucking along in some Skyrim HD. Um, what do you think? So, what do I think? It is a solid. I don't know. It's tough. I feel like I would be more impressed if I was playing the console version because, like, the old version of Skyrim for PC, the mods that I had installed looked better than vanilla. Oh yeah, of this that's updated right. Game, you, so. you can. Yeah, I forgot. I, I'm not being in the PC realm. I forget that they often have really nice texture packs yeah. you can get and stuff. Sometimes it it is nice to go back to like a version of the game where my moon doesn't look like the moon from Majora's Mask and all of my dragons <laughs> aren't aren't the Macho Man and stuff like that. So it's it's nice to to be in that vanilla experience again. But at the same time, like graphically, it's not. Not as impressive as I, th- I think it would be if I was playing on PS4 or Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, I jumped back into uh, some Animal Crossing, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, oh, yeah, we will, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's basically what I've been playing this last week. Interesting. How all right, you? all right. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just trying to think because I can't believe the week's over. I feel like literally we just... I, ju- I feel like I just asked you... What have you been playing yeah. three like two days ago? Yeah, but it was a week. Uh, what have I been playing? Um, shit. I think I just I hopped in last night and played some VR stuff. Mm-hmm. I wanted to try the cinema mode more. So uh, oh, I've been playing Skyrim. Um, you picked it up on uh, PS4. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I I said this last episode, but uh. In 2011, I got it for for my Mac, and uh, I just couldn't get into it. I don't know what it was. I wasn't really into open world games at the time, mm-hmm. and I, I just got bored, and I don't know why. Uh, and I think I owe the fact that I like Skyrim so much now, I think I owe that credit to Fallout 4, because when Fallout 4 came out, I had never played a Fallout game, but the the world and the like premise and the story and the aesthetic really drew me to it, and I mm-hmm. got it. And that's probably the one game, like open world game, I've, you know, sunk the most time into easily. 
um, and playing Skyrim now, I can see how a lot of the it feels similar and comfortable, you know, like it's different, but the questing, the menus, um, all that stuff is relatively the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I've only I haven't played a lot. I just got my first dragon shout. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you're you're still yeah I'm still way super early. Super early. Um, okay. But yeah, I like it, and I was playing on cinema mode, trying the three different sizes, and the middle one I think is the best one. Um, and while I still hold firm to my review, and it's I mean it's obvious, it's true that uh, the cinema mode on the PSVR does not look as good as a TV. Yeah. It's still pretty goddamn cool. I mean, yeah, um, like you can. I feel like the coolest thing would be like, you know, I can, I can lay on my couch on my back and and still have that uninterrupted viewing angle. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I was also playing. So I hopped into Doom and tried out the uh, arcade mode a bit. Oh my god, it just came to me. I was totally playing Titanfall Two. Uh, yeah. I am. Good couple hours into that, uh, you know, I wasn't really. Int- I always was kind of interested in Titanfall, but when it came out, I didn't have an Xbox One, and it kind of died off really quick. Plus, you guys know I'm not really a multiplayer only guy, um, and the reviews started pouring in for Titanfall too, and they're really, really positive. And a lot yeah, of people are also. Everybody seems to be raving about it, which is weird because, I mean, I I played the first one uh, when I got my Xbone, and you know it was fun, but then it was just became more of the same and everybody kind of stopped playing altogether. So I, I didn't have any kind of uh, any fire for the new one, but everybody seems to be going nuts over it. Right. It reminds me of when, um, uh, what was it? Uh, Wolfenstein came out and there wasn't a lot of hype for it. And then when it came out, boom, everybody loved it. And it was really good. Mm-hmm. At least uh, I thought, I'm sure you liked it too, didn't you? Uh, yes. Yeah, Wolfenstein was really good. Um, so the campaign's pretty solid. I would say the story, I mean, it's kind of like, eh, you know, take it or leave it. But the gameplay is really in fun. Titanfall? Yeah, and two. Yeah, I've been hearing, I've been hearing people are going kind of crazy over the campaign. Well, thing, it's, doing it's some really cool, cool, creative stuff, like comparing it to Half-Life and stuff. Well, it started, it's just, well, here's the thing. So it just started to pick up a little bit with the sci-fi aspect. Mm. And there is some time warp stuff. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And last night I was playing through and I was like, oh, 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 this is cool. Um, but gameplay wise, it's a lot of fun. Uh, cool. When you're playing both as the pilot and especially as the mech, uh, boss battles are really good. It took me a couple of times to take down the second boss. Um, I like the different loadouts you have. Um Eventually, I'll play online. I want to check it out. But uh, yeah. for, a, for a single-player campaign, uh, it's pretty good. I mean, definitely better. Like, the last the last Titanfall didn't even have a campaign. Exactly. Uh, it's just It was this weird like campaign-esque radio communications that kind of played out while you played multiplayer matches. Yeah. Uh, and it was just totally forgettable and, and kind of uh, you know baked in. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah. good to know. It's good to know that they're actually taking a bit more care this time around. Yeah, no, this has some story, has some characters, cutscenes. Yeah. Um, 
the robot, the mech you interact with, I honestly forget his name right now, but uh, there's a lot of good back and forth between you as a pilot and him, like a, a weird sarcastic kind of bond, and there's a trust mm-hmm. there. Um, Wait, the, yeah. the, the Titans are sentient? Uh, this one, uh, in, in, in a sense, yeah. Like, did they not talk in the last one? Mm, not that I can recall. They were basically oh, no. just Gundams. Oh no, they totally talk in this one. Kind huh. of trans, kind of Transformers like, minus really? all the minus all the racism and stereotypes. That's uh, that's interesting. I might I might have to check that out then. Yeah, yeah. The one that you control talks, so it's nice. it's yeah, it's pretty neat. I think you would like it. Uh, it's beautiful too. It's really gorgeous, especially when you're in the jungle and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I I completely forgot I was playing that, and uh, yeah, I've I've been really really digging it. Um, on the mobile side. Uh, played a little bit more of Dragon Quest Builders. I'm about to do the final uh, big fight for um, Cantaline, I think is how you pronounce it, mm-hmm. um, which is the first of the four big major areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when this uh, update came out for Animal Crossing, which we'll talk about in a bit, you kind of got me back into it after reading your, your excellent post, by the way. Really good post. If you guys have... Any questions about what the new Animal Crossing has? Tristan put up a stellar post. Um, goes through all of it, breaks it down real nice. Um, so I hop back into that, and I've been playing it. Um, I, I've, you know, I'm liking it. It's relaxing. So cool. that's pretty much what I've been what I've been doing. Cool. Yep. So. Yeah. I don't, uh, think, I can, uh, I don't think I can think of anything else off the top of my head that I've been playing. Now, I uh, oh I I officially canceled my World of Warcraft subscription because I haven't touched it in solid in two weeks and I don't have any interest in paying fifteen bucks for another month of something I'm not super into. So oh, speaking of things that we canceled that we pre-ordered, I just canceled a certain pre-order yesterday, and when Danny listens to this, she's gonna go, "What the fuck? Did You're you cancel crazy. your Dishonored two thing? I did." Wow. I mean, I'm proud of you. Thank you for doing that. But why? Well, no, no, no. Here's the thing. So I'm going to eventually play it, right? But I was like, right now, $100. And I just, I, I know what's going to happen. It would get shipped here and it would sit here because mm-hmm. I'm playing um, Titanfall, which won't take me long, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. then uh, I just found out Monday I'll be getting my, uh, I'll be getting a copy of Robinson The Journey mm-hmm. for review. I'm going to tear through that. You know, I'm so pumped for that. So I've got those two things. And then Skyrim, I'm going to dive into. Uh, I kind of want to get lost in that uh, lost Does, in that um, game for a while. Can can you, can you stream Skyrim from your PS4 to your Vita? Uh, remote play? I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Most games, be- almost everything's remote play, streamable. That'd be cool. Yeah. I've always wondered, how do they deal with remote play? Because I don't have a Vita. How do they deal with the lack of uh, extra shoulder buttons? So it's weird. They'll either put them. You can either have them. You can customize them to be on the front, like uh, the touchscreen on either of the two sets of you know corners, the top or the uh-huh. bottom, weird. or you can have them on the back touchscreen. Uh, I hate the rear oh, touchpad. The little rub pad thing. Yeah, I hate the rear touchpad because when you're naturally holding the system, it's so easy to bump them. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I usually put them on the the front too. Huh. 
Um, but then there's also times where games will have a completely different set of controls for remote play, which Destiny did. Um, and they used one of the D-pad, directional pad down. Normally it was for emotes and stuff. Mm. But if you're remote playing, it's uh, for running. It toggles running and stuff. I wonder, I wonder if Sony looks at like the design of uh, like the new Nintendo 3DS and see how they did the second shoulder button set up and then they're like oh wow that's a really good idea yeah wish we would have uh, done that yeah it's a good idea that uh really doesn't get used no, uh never <laughs> uh much like everything else with the new 3ds doesn't really get used yeah but still a great system love it um it's my fave yeah it's good stuff so i guess should we hop into some of the news let's do some news that was morse code for news yeah, um, we probably can't use we can't use that. <laughs> There's other podcasts we listen to that kind of do the same thing. Actually, yeah. almost the exact same way you said it. Yeah, uh, one of them that I listen to all the time is uh, "P.S. I Love You" XOXO with Colin and Greg, and they have this thing called the Roper Report, which a guy who used to work there his name was Roper. So they go, uh, "It's time for the Roper Report," and they go, "Yeah, so can't do that." Well, you'll have to come up with something. Come up with your own thing. Make it your own. It'll be great. Jeez. Oh, I always wanted to come up with little segments and little things like that. It'd be fun. So you it's come like up with morning, something. Like a morning radio show where we have sound effects. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something games. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be So weird. that would Very be cool. Cheesy. It would be. But oh, people, yeah, cool. That's, that's what I meant. People love that. Podcast listeners love that shit. They eat it up. Hmm. So uh, let's see. So reviews. Uh, I put up a review for Wayward Sky. I gave it a what did I give it? Holy shit! Let me look it up. I think I gave it a oh, 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 you like a six uh, or seven, didn't you? You gave it like a seven, seven and a half. Yeah, I think it was. Um, seven. I liked it. Uh, it's short. Um, it looks pretty. It's yeah. The art style is gorgeous. I gave it a seven. Uh, it's fun. It's short. Uh, the ending is pretty abrupt. There's really no character development whatsoever. I wasn't really attached to the characters of the story. Um, the puzzles are simple, but I just, I fell for it. I, there's nothing like, like I felt like I was in that world. And when I would have Bess, who's the main character, I'd have her run and I would just stop and have her stop in front of me and I would just lean in and I'd have to be inches from her and I would just, you're a perv. Yeah. yeah, Thanks. Uh, (laughs) but just like, just like looking like that close, like like leaning in and out and there'd be cut scenes going on and I'm leaning all over and like, Oh, it's so cool. It's like, what, a, it's um, like, a, it's like a price? real life diorama. What's the price of entry in that game? That game is twenty nine ninety nine. Mm. Yeah. 30 bucks. Cool. Uh, let me just triple check that real quick before have someone you, uh, paints me as a have liar. You had a chance to check out, have you had a chance to check out Owlboy? Check out what? Owlboy. Owlboy? No, I've heard of it. It's uh, uh yeah, so it's like crazy game, indie game that's been like ten years in the making and it finally released, and everybody is going bonkers over it. And I really what's, want to what's check it, it out. out what's it out for? Steam. That's it right now. Okay. I can um, see if I can yeah. get you did you buy it yet? No. But here's right. the thing, like it it's on Steam. But just the way that it looks and the way that it, I, I, the way that I perceive that it would play, it feels like I would enjoy it on a console more than a computer. 
or even a handheld if that was a thing. Yeah. So it's like part of me, because they've already said that, you know, that they plan on bringing it to consoles and handhelds. Part of me is like, yeah, maybe I should wait and, and play it. You know, you might on, want to. On some, but then at the same time, it's like, if it's as good as everybody's saying, do I really want to miss out? Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at me. I, like, I completely missed out on Red Dead and all that stuff, and I have no idea what happens. I mean, if you, if you want to avoid it, you can avoid it. Yeah. Oh, and just a quick uh, fix. So Wayward Sky is $19.99, not $30. Gotcha. $20, it's definitely worth $20. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good game. Good little, good solid game uh, by uh, Uber Entertainment. So... Um, I put that review up. So some PlayStation news we have. This was actually pretty big, and I used it as the hero image uh, for the recap. So that game company, the makers of Flower and a Mega Hit Journey, mm-hmm. uh, released an image teaser for their next game. Yeah, the candles thing. Yeah, candles and then something with like a, a, a hands and then uh, something that looks almost like Stonehenge. And they were or, like, this, this could be about candles or it could be not. The Stonehenge thing kind of looks like it was ripped from the latest Zelda game. (laughs) So uh, I I don't know what to make of it. Um, But hey, they've got a, you know, killer track record. With with what they've done before, I mean, you can kind of assume it'll be a very beautiful, Mm -hmm. relaxing, I hate to say journey. But But journey, yeah. I mean, that's what they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember Flow, not Flow, Flower. Um, Flow is a good was, game. That game was like too. hypnotic and weird. Flower or Flow? Yeah. Uh, Both of them are. Flo- I don't remember Flow, but I played Flower. Yeah, Flow is the one where you're like this little amoeba, th- amoeba, and you're kind of eating all these little microorganisms, yeah, and you're going that. up and down levels. That was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Flower, man, whoo, that's just so relaxing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, their game supposedly aiming for 2017, and that's really all we have right now. Um, November's free PlayStation Plus games are available. Uh, you can check them out on their website. Everyone's Gone to the Rapture is one of them. Uh, really? Yeah, unfortunately, I picked that game up like last month. I wish I didn't, but hey, whatever. Uh, Deadly Tower Full of Monsters is on there. I put a review up for that. Yeah, you played uh, it. I played it. I liked it. Uh, it's it's basically... You have, a, you have a video of you playing that. On the I do. Yeah, there's a video. Uh, basically, it's like an old school kind of... It, it pokes fun at a lot of the old monster type movies and B-movies. And there's a lot of like weird humor. Like Some of the characters will be look like they're clay animated. And mm-hmm. there's like weird, goofy sci-fi stuff. It's a good little game. Definitely pick it up for free. Um, right now, Sony's on track to surpass 50 million PS4 sold through to consumers. That's, that's consumers. Crazy. Yeah, that's consumer sales. That's not like, you know, shipped to retail. units, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty great. I uh I've been I don't I think I talked to you about this, but I've been hearing whispers that they are going to delay the pro. Is that is there that, any merit to that? Do you know that is that is not a thing. It's not a thing. No. Why does everybody keep saying that? Um, there was supposedly a rumor that came out, and I'm not sure where it originated. Some website that they were having issues with cooling. I guess. Uh, I mean, it's big but enough. I could. But I could tell you, it's it's about the size of a regular PS4, the the standard one. But um, the, like, as far as width goes, I mean, or height. Yeah, it's it's a well, the height's about the same. The width, like from front to back, it's got a little bit more junk in the trunk, like by mm-hmm. an inch. Um, it still but, has an internal power supply. Yeah, cool. the uh, media outlets, uh, the big ones, the heavy hitters, have their 
uh, review reviewing this already. Uh, mm. There's a Walmart, I guess, in some other state that broke street day because some guy has it and he's been... Wait, fe- when, is, when is it expected to... Release? The 10th. This month? Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought it was like a few months off still. I thought no it was way, like a next year thing. Oh. The 10th, yeah. I, I, mm. have mine, uh, I have mine pre-ordered at Best Buy. And, okay, so you're going to pick it up launch day? Yeah, I'm going to pick it up launch day. Uh, I work till like 2.30, so I'm going to pick it up and then uh, bring it home, unbox it. Do a little mini impression thing and cool. hook it up and play. Do you have a way to? I guess I don't know how you'd pull that off, but like, do you get like a side by side comparison of of something running? You know I, mean? I mean, I could I could always fire up. There's a couple. So I have a list on the website of 38 games that are going to be ready. Uh, 39 games. I'm sorry, that mm. are going to be ready for the pro day one. So I could pop in uh, Uncharted Four. I know is one of them. I could pop in Ratchet and Clank, um, and I could see yeah, what a, should, a couple uh, others. You should and slam I'll, in Ratchet and Clank and capture some Elgato footage. Yeah, I'm gonna do some Elgato footage. Yeah, and then and then Pro, and then kind of side by side the difference. I'd be super interested to see that. It would be, and they'll both be. They're both 1080p because um, I don't have a 4K TV. Although, fun fact, uh, I was looking them up just in case I stumble, you know, into money maybe next year or something. And a 55-inch Sony 4K HDR TV is about 900 bucks. It's not terrible. No. And Sony, how, no less. How far out are we from 5K, though, at this point? I don't know. Because cinema's 4K. So, yeah. I don't know, man. They gotta, they gotta figure this shit out. Mm. I, don't, I don't think for a while. Because I mean, our internet infrastructure can even can barely handle 4K streaming and stuff. I, so I just bought a TV like two, three years ago. I, was, I bought mine in I bought mine in 2012, yeah. and uh, yeah. <sighs> so yeah, uh, I'll have some more info about that uh, when it comes out. Um, oh, PlayStation View, Sony's online TV streaming su- service. For those of you who don't know, is now available to watch on Mac and. PC internet browsers. Really? Yep. Just came out today. It's also on uh, it, uh, released on Android, but that was a little while ago. I wonder uh, if uh... Roku a little while ago. Uh huh. You wonder if what? Oh, I wonder if I could uh, sign in on the Internet Explorer browser on my Xbox and do it. <laughs> that'd be really funny. That'd be funny. Oh, that'd be really funny. I don't know. You should try that. Get back yeah. to us. Tweet it. Yeah. Tweet it and let me know and tag me in it. I want to know. All right. Um, so Xbox news. You know I'm not the Xbox guy, but I'll post the two things that I have. Bastion is coming to Xbox One and Xbox 360 owners get it for free. It is not for a limited sh- time. For a limited time. So uh, January 1st. January 1st, right. It's not a straight port, like backwards compatibility port. I'll let you... Uh, Say some of the details because you again put up a great little post. And they really, they didn't really give like a lot of details. They just said uh, the quote unquote like they rebuilt the system from the ground up to be optimized for current gen. So yeah. it'll run in 1080p as opposed to 720. And they added new achievements. Yep. And uh, oh, it the DLC is included. Yeah, Stranger's um, Dream. It looks like it was mm-hmm, called. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great game. So Dude, that game's so good. If you miss out on it, it'll be fifteen bucks after January second. I mean, get it. It's on everything. It's on your phone too. I had a manager yeah. come up to me yesterday. Yeah. Even if it's, even if you're not playing the Xbox version, like 
find a way to play that game because the way that they like roll out the storytelling in that game is so unlike anything I've ever seen in such a cool way. Like so super giant, super giant games is so creative. So fun, fun fact about that. I had a manager come up to me yesterday and tell me that they're playing it on the phone. And I said, Oh, hmm. that's awesome. And I said, so what do you think of the, uh, the narration? I said, it's really cool the way they narrate the story based on what happens in the game. If you die or whatever. And they look at me and they go, I haven't been playing with headphones in. Oh. I said, oh my God. I said, you need to start over. Yo, that is absolutely the oh. wrong way to play that game, dude. Of any game you play without oh, headphones man. and no audio, Bastion is not the game. Talk about like ruining your experience. Oh, I know. I know. I was like, I said, I said, you have to, you yeah. absolutely you, I, have I to start, start over. over. It's oh, so worth it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this I didn't know. Uh, so this is a month late. Sorry, people. Uh, but there was an update to the Xbox One S that enabled support for Blu-ray recordable and rewritable discs. Oh, yeah. I don't know who uses that anymore because uh, you can stream Netflix and porn. Is Blu-ray so. still a thing? Uh, for games, it is. That's about it. I mean, yeah. Huh. So um, I don't know. I didn't know people got movies that weren't digital these days. Yeah, me either. So I'm going to save Nintendo for last. Uh, Industry news. Let's see here. So this I found kind of funny. Steam had a steep discount on Splinter Cell Blacklist, which sold a lot through the uh, this past weekend. In fact, it sold too much because they ran out of digital keys. So users were... How does Steam run out of digital keys? So apparently what happens is... So I, I looked into this. So apparently you buy a game through Steam, right? They get a key from the publisher. That's how the publisher is able to track digital sales. Apparently, that's the way they're doing it. It seems kind of Mm. stupid to me. I don't see why they do it that way. Steam should just be able to say, here's the sales in a spreadsheet or a financial document or something. Yeah, exactly. Why there's this easy way to report. I mean, you don't see that happening on the App Store or anything like that. No, exactly. It's all baked in. It seems kind of archaic. Very archaic. So what was happening was Steam was selling more copies than they could get keys from the publisher. So people were able to buy the game, download the game, and when they went to play it, they got a pop-up window that said retrieving key, and then the message would fail because they couldn't get a key because there were no keys. So that was a thing that happened. Uh, Have they – is Steam – said i, I, I how, think it's like they're going to remediate that i think it's been anything? straight i think it's been straight now they're gonna they're trying they're getting keys mm-hmm. and get, getting them out to people i don't know yeah. if everyone's got their key i'd imagine so by now I mean, but I who knows that's that's so weird like, that just seems like such a that's a weird problem to have oh yeah it's just, that's I don't know. that's like 2016 it doesn't seem like that should happen yeah that's an unnecessary headache yeah but yeah. it happened uh tomb raiders now they're gonna spoke of world records uh, because Laura Gra- Croft has graced a total of 1,400 covers. Uh, uh, speaking of Tomb Raider, did you hear about what happened this week with Tomb Raider? Yeah. Oh, so man, that's, that's let, let me quick up. let me quick switch uh, switch gears over to the rumors section, which is eh, probably not a rumor, but I'm going to switch to it anyway. So there was a photo that was taken on a subway of an employee doing a uh, presentation for Tomb Raider 
And someone, of course, snapped a screenshot. Thank you, smartphones. Mm. And if this uh, presentation is to be believed, the next Tomb Raider may be called Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Not only that, but more surprising is the fact that uh, Eidos, uh, Ido, uh, I can't say it right, Eidos Montreal might be taking the reins over from Crystal Dynamics. I wonder if that person that that, that is fired. You know, well, no, not the, not even that. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. they got in trouble, but I wonder if they were like an internal employee or some kind of external marketing source that maybe didn't didn't realize the importance of the confidentiality of that maybe project. Not. That, yeah, that seems way more likely to me that it was like you know some some marketing guy that that was overlooking stuff that maybe he didn't when he was supposed to. Yeah, or maybe it was someone from one of those two companies trying to pitch why they should do it over someone else. Or maybe it was like a deliberate, you know, iPhone four kind of thing. Oh, totally could be. Yeah, drum up excitement. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I played the first two. I love. Yeah, them. not that that needs excitement because everybody seemed to. It was pretty. They're really good. That everybody loved the last one. Oh, they're really good. They're. Yeah. You, do have you played them? No. Oh, I they're played, so good. I played uh, the first few hours of the first one. Uh, okay. And I, I want to play Rise because I heard Rise of the Tomb Raiders like. It's better. Pretty, pretty much like every way. Significantly it could be. different, like yeah. as far as the way it even plays. So I, I the story, the gameplay, yeah. yeah, it's good. It's really good. Uh, you should definitely play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a thing that happened as well. Uh, so this was interesting and kind of took me off guard. Back to industry news. Tim Miller, the director of Deadpool, uh, is going to former director of Deadpool former director. Too. Thank you, thank you of Deadpool 2 is going to direct a live action slash computer animated Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Wait, that's live action? It's a mix of both. Oh my god. That, we're doing this nothing else in the world that I want to happen more than that now. We're doing the Space Jam shit now. Who would you voice for Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I mean, maybe uh, they would just get the person who who's doing the game and the the TV show. I heard the TV show is actually pretty funny. I don't know. I had it. I had it downloaded, but never watched. Last any time, of season last one. time I checked in on Sonic stuff was I played some of um, that Wii U, the Lost World. Oh, yeah. that was pretty cool. It just seemed like it was, it was trying right. to be like Mario Galaxy, which isn't a bad thing, but you know. Not, really doing its own thing and then obviously sonic mania uh pretty jazzed for that too so much hype i wonder if they're going to i mean i'm assuming they will but i wonder if they're gonna come forward and say yeah this is coming to switch oh you know it's coming to switch you know it's coming to switch they have such a tight partnership with nintendo now yeah it's definitely 100 percent guaranteed it's coming to switch that and the 3d sonic yeah totally coming to switch I forgot there was another 3D. Yeah, there's a 3D one too, man. Yeah, totally both of those will be on Switch, no no doubt. Um, what else? Ah, so in the wake of this No Man's Sky controversy that's been going on, Steam has finally started cracking down and is removing screenshots that aren't representative of the games that they're supposed to be well representing. Good. Um, I don't know why this wasn't a thing before. Yeah, I... It, it, it kind and of it seems like it happens baffles me over and over and over. I think maybe it just took the kind of negative publicity that that 
no only no man's sky could have brought on because <laughs> of how big it was uh yeah, yeah. has a has has hello games gone back to radio silence after that whole hacking mishap well i, I don't i haven't really heard anything from them other than other than sony came out and said that they are still working on no man's sky like there will be there will be more stuff coming for it oh you heard that so, i didn't hear that uh yeah sony, uh, sony let came me and said that. let me double check um let's see hello games 100 percent not hacked anymore and the last update since then was like august with this development update Sean Murray probably hasn't said shit. No Man's Sky. He still has the pinned tweet of the day it went gold and his life was ruins. And nope, 100% not hacked. So no, they haven't said anything else. Okay. No surprise there. No surprise there. Um, What else? So this kind of surprised me too. Uh, Sega announced they're bringing back their Daytona Racing Series to arcades and right after this i wrote because uh, in the recap sometimes i like to add my own little things and i wrote which sounds great and all except for the fact there's no arcades near me let alone pretty much anywhere else so yeah don't know how that's gonna do um ah here's something else that's releasing next week on november 10th uh, Google's releasing the Daydream View, it's called, which is their next kind of uh, handheld Android-type VR mm-hmm. platform, uh, which runs on, I think it's called the Daydream platform, which is, like I said, their VR platform for Android. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what else? Steam began testing DualShock 4 support on their beta channel for Steam. So that could be cool. That's, I wonder how much of a, a hassle that's going to put on, you know, because at this point, you know. Well, here's the thing. Dev, so developers are so native with the Xbox 360 layout, like that they've even put, you know, the icons in their games as the assets. So how, well, how, how here's many my, develop, developers are going to have to go back and well, no, here's, add here's my, assets to recognize uh, PS4 for, for images oh, and stuff? Oh, that yeah i was gonna say because like so instead of saying a it says x you know what i mean yeah i was gonna say uh, that's a good point i was gonna say because i know from a pure um like coding and development perspective they said it uses the dualshock 4 uses the exact same api framework and everything as the steam controller including for touchpad all of it so if a game supports steam controller uh it should very very easily support the dualshock 4 but yeah, yeah, I didn't think of the whole assets thing. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, yeah, it'd be very, it'd be very confusing to some people to see it say, you know, press X, and then you're pressing X on the Xbox controller, but that's in a different place, so it's not actually the same button. So, you know what I mean? Isn't it hard? Isn't it getting harder and harder to get a hold of those controllers though? Three sixty controllers? Like I thought they were the like the actual wired ones. Are they still pretty uh, easy to get a hold of the I, genuine ones? As far ones? as I know, as far as I know, you can still get them pretty much anywhere. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so here's something that came out that I wrote uh, an article on. So Twitch is hosting a live streaming cooking show, starring a Food Network star Justin Warner. 
So I tuned into a couple episodes. So basically the gist is from Monday through Friday, uh, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Justin Warner will have a put up a list of ingredients Mm -hmm. and he'll make whatever the meal is. Um, and he's really a big gamer and geek too. So he's interacting back and forth the whole time, having conversations with the, the Twitch stream and the audience. Uh, and last I looked, they've only done four, I guess today would be five episodes now. So the first week and he's at like almost four or 5,000 subscribers. Uh, and he's had about 300,000 views or more, probably way more than that by now. Uh, so that's, I think pretty cool. Um, Hmm. you can either look at the meal schedule and you can get the ingredients. So, you know, you have them for whatever day you want to cook. You can also, um, part, they partnered with different, uh, food delivery services and you can actually get the ingredients delivered that day, like in an hour or two. So you can be ready to cook. Hmm. So pretty interesting, uh, kind of experiment. I thought. And it's kind of it's pretty cool to see it finding its own place. Because um, in the post I wrote that before there was Pixelator, I used to have Game and Cook, which was a website where I wrote video game reviews and put up recipes. I did that for like two three years, and I, I just didn't feel like it was really going anywhere per se. Uh, but it's pretty cool to see that this has found a place, at least right now. I mean, it's early, but it's only getting bigger. Uh, each time I tune in, so mm-hmm. yeah, so it's cool to see. It's cool to see, especially when you see them start like as a, as a small following and watch them get bigger and bigger. Well, Justin Warner doesn't have a small following, uh, being on Food Network, but that's true. But a show like that on something like Twitch, um, yeah, I mean, either way, you're still starting from nothing. Just because you were. A success at one thing and you have a huge following doesn't mean people are going to necessarily like what you're doing somewhere else so it's still it's still uh uh what's what i'm looking for i guess impre- not impressive but um yeah good for them what uh back on the ps4 pro front yeah what size hard drive does that ship with one terabyte one ter. okay that's that's very good i thought it was I'm, 500 gigs no i'm putting a two in mine i have it ordered um so a, a couple other things that I found out. So if you're interested in the Pro, uh, for those of you who don't know, after the 4.0 firmware update, you all you have to do now is connect uh, a PS4 to a PS4. It doesn't matter if it's a slim, original, or Pro. You can do this with any PS4 to any other PS4. You hook them up through Ethernet. Uh, you may have to sign into PlayStation Network. Uh, that I don't know because no one's done it yet. Um and it'll just copy literally everything from one drive to the other. Uh, game saves, game data, all that. Um, and the PS4 Pro supports nine and a half, up to 9.5 millimeter uh, high 2.5 inch hard drives. Uh, unfortunately, it does not support 15 millimeter, which you can get up to 4 terabytes now, but that would not fit, so damn uh what else do i have nintendo's most likely ending production of the wii u this sunday they came out and said that that wasn't true yeah i don't know i I wouldn't be surprised if i wouldn't be surprised if it was i I would imagine that 
I just don't know if I believe selling, them. They have enough manufactured to last until they they decide to kill it off. Because, I mean, you say what you want, that thing is that thing is dead as soon as the switch hits oh. the shelves. Yeah, it's dead as dead. And it's already. I don't. I can't think of be. any any other high profile Wii U games coming out at all. Um. Hmm. I don't think there's anything. I think Color Splash was kind of Color Splash was kind of his last hurrah. hurrah. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, other bit of Nintendo news is Nintendo Switch may be launching on March seventeenth or the week of. That is different than what my guess was. I, I got to be honest. I hope it's not March seventeenth because I took. It's I so said, weird that they would do it for every. Every console that they've launched for the last few has been on a Sunday, as far as I can remember. I'm hoping it's not on the 17th because that's my wife's birthday. Oh, but if birthday. it, but if it, but if it is, it would be midnight, and I'm off that Saturday Sunday for her birthday, so she can't hmm. be too too mad at me, especially if I make dinner and love her. <laughs> so that's all I really got for uh, news. So. Is there anything else I can think of? Not really. Mm. No. I yeah. Nothing. I mean, there's that whole voice actors strike going on. But yeah. That's not that big. That's not that big, I don't think. Um, I mean, it's a big deal for them, but not the things that we were going to say. Ah, Everybody already knows. That so the, the last bit of actual news I had, because I skipped Nintendo, is that... Uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf is what three years old? You said it something like that. Came out in 2013. Yeah, three years old, going on four. Oh, had a pretty big update. Before we get to that, because I would imagine we're going to spend some time talking about that. Um, BlizzCon's going on today. Ah, oh, and they did announce right, a couple right, things right. there. They announced first that um, they are remaking Diablo One inside of Diablo Three. So I would assume that that means you just get access to it. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of like old of the old maps and, and items and stuff are going to be coming back. Um, and they also announced um, the new Overwatch character, uh, confirmed, kind of rumored and and leaked for a while now. But Sombra is finally real, and she looks really cool, and I'm excited to play her. Uh, and and she's going live to test. I think Will said next week or something in his write up. Um, yeah, Will has a really good write up mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, so yeah, I don't, I'm, sure I don't, to, I'm sure there's more to come out of BlizzCon, but it's a, it's a good way to start it. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't follow BlizzCon at all, but I know you guys yeah, do. So. Um. Yeah. So uh, this Animal Crossing game, which you are head over heels for this i'm assuming i'm assuming zelda you love more than this right like if zelda you, where, where would is... you put this as your t- like if you had a top three would this like franchise make it into that the series of games and if hmm. not if not would it be in your top five i i say i feel like it would be in your top five for sure but i don't know it if would it would absolutely make it, be in my top five but i don't know if it would make your top three don't know if it's important to me. Uh, definitely not as important as Zelda. Oh, I figured. Very likely not as important to me as Spelunky. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 
But I mean, that being said, I, that doesn't that doesn't downplay how incredibly great this this game is. So for those yeah. who don't know, and uh, I'm going to just include myself in this because I'm I'm pretty much a uh, a noob. And as you guys know, uh, Will or you may not know, Will picked up the original. Uh, it's the original, right? On GameCube was the first yep. one. Yeah, picked up the original on GameCube. He's impressed by it. So I have a general idea of what it is, but for those people who don't know, what is Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing is a what's the best way I can put it? A lazy life simulator. Ah, uh, lazy. I love um, that. it you know the classic formula is you get dropped off in in a village um, which is is populated by adorable animal friends and you speak to a specific character and the whole the whole kind of driving factor is you get a house you get a loan uh, to buy a house and then what you you pay back to um, you know expand the house and that's really like the the main goal is to kind of build and decorate and expand your 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 home but in the newest one new leaf for the 3ds there is uh, a new mechanic where you are the mayor of this town so rather than just focusing on building your your home uh you are also focusing on building up the the whole village for the betterment of the people so you're they're they're asking you to do projects and build things or um you know saying saying that things things need to be done so you're you're doing them um but by and large, the game is about existing in your own peaceful space and doing things on your time. Uh, you know, like I said, you, the, the, the goal is to pay back money uh, for a loan, but there's no deadline, there's no interest rates, there's no, you know, any, any sense of urgency to do any of that when instead you can and do the, other, the game's other main... Uh, draws which is fishing or collecting shells or fossils or you know shopping at a store and designing your own clothes uh, going to see a fortune teller to see you know what what uh, might be what items might bring you good fortune um, it's it's all just it's a very sometimes I don't even think of it as a game you know sometimes it's just it's a very zen like place to escape to and and kind of just exist outside of the hustle and bustle of your real life where where there's no demand and everything's just simple mm -hmm. um but yeah it's man, it's just it's something that's really special and, and i don't if, think anybody's ever captured anything like it and it feels really at home on a handheld oh yeah it uh ever since the the ds version you could tell like especially with the multiplayer aspect of like going to visit they had that they had this stuff. game on a they had this game on a ds mm -hmm. yeah there was a huh the ds version was called wild world which is actually they just released it as a wii u virtual console oh game. don't even give me oh i hate that yeah, but, drives uh, me nuts probably looks horrible yeah. blown mm, up on course. a tv of course it does yeah of course oh, it does. they all do God. um but yeah yeah the multiplayer and the handheld factor is just so good huh um yeah like even that you know two three minute long description that doesn't I gave, do it justice it, it doesn't do it justice because there's so much going on in that game and it's not 
you know, it's 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 not a game where you can sit down and play for a hundred hours straight and do everything like a traditional game. It is it is a game that things happen in a day and then you run out of things to do. So you you put it down and you come back to it another day and then you continue to do those things and you kind of slowly over time, you know, it's it's not so much that you're playing this game as, as you're, like I said, existing in this in this space. Uh, and and it just becomes part of your routine. Uh, right. It's, it's, it's so, I'm, so, so unique. I'm going to help explain that a little further with some examples. So like, like you said, this is not a game where you play to finish, right? You play to just be in the world. Mm-hmm. So, for example... Uh, you do these town projects, right? And um, you, so one of the town projects I had was to build a bridge. Um, And at least in my experience, you're the one who's pretty much funding the whole thing. Like the townspeople can donate, but you're pretty much the one who, they won't. You're pretty much the one who funds, foots the bill. So one of the cool features about Animal Crossing, which most people will never, uh, this is the one thing that I will say that the console versions had over the handheld versions is more than one person can live in your village, um, as in like multiple save files. So uh, you can only have one mayor. So the first person that starts it will be the mayor of that town and they will have their house. Let's say my wife wanted to play. She could start a character and move into my village and do That's her own cool. things. Yeah. So she can also you know, be doing these things and helping pay off those public works projects. Um, but you're like the NPC villagers will never, you know, they're all they're all super greedy. Oh, that's really neat. Yeah, it's a, it's a oh. super cool feature. But like I said, I've met like one person that actually did that. Everybody else is like, even if they live with somebody that would be interested in playing it, like they have their own version because the the stuff you lose by not being able to be the mayor uh, does take a, a pretty large chunk of what there is to do in the game. Yeah. Um, but some other examples, like, so I bought my first expansion for my house, uh, which apparently, like you said, is one of the things that you're supposed to do. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm in the right direction. So I have this expansion. I just paid it and it's going to be, um, done by tomorrow morning. And the thing about this game is when they say something's going to be done tomorrow morning, they literally mean tomorrow morning. Because this game will be completely in sync with your real-world time and your real-world seasons. So right now, uh, where we're at in New York, it's, you know, heading into fall, winter, uh, when the weather flip-flops back and forth. They go by by three-month intervals. Oh, do they? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, winter will be December through uh, February. Yeah. Spring will be March through May. Summer would be June through August. Okay. Yeah, so, so so right now where I'm at in the game, it's like fall. And um, like if I'll be playing, I'll be doing something, it'll be like morning or daylight, both here and in the game. And then I close my 3DS, I come back to it. When I open it up, it takes like a second or two. It senses the time and then boom, the weather changes and the time changes and the light changes. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll have shops that are open from certain times and you can't get to them if they're not open. You have to wait. Um, but you can you can enact ordinances. So I could say, listen, 
I'm the kind of player who is primarily always going to play early in the morning at my commute, right? So I can set a town like ordinance so that they'll, everyone will be up and things will be open earlier in the morning versus but at the same time if they do that they will close early they close early exactly it treats them like they are actual you know living breathing beings in your town right and it's funny because i put that uh ordinance into effect and i had one of the characters come up to me and they're like oh i'm so tired wait why is that oh it's because you thought it'd be better to have us work earlier mm-hmm. um the interactions you can have in that game are really fun and clever yeah it's that's one of the things uh about animal crossing is like it is hands down the 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 nintendo treehouse writing at its finest oh i a hundred percent agree with that like eighty percent probably eighty percent of that game is is just conversing with with the people of your town and just you know giggling at the things that they have to say uh and like every time you catch a fish, each fish will have a pun uh, kind of attached to it, which is just such a clever little quip. And yeah, the writing in that game is so clever. Oh, yeah. Easily. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, that's what I was going to say as far as as far as the time goes. It's, it's pretty mm-hmm. cool the yeah, way you it can, does that. Like, you can manipulate the time if you want to suck. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you, you can, can do that in the, the beginning. You can change the clock on your 3DS, which... I have done in the past. Um, I've done it too. But, I mean, the game does recognize stuff that, like that. So there's a whole, like, there's a whole stock market feature and, and uh, where you can buy these vegetables every Sunday. Yeah, how does that work? Turnips, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so one person will come every Sunday to your village and they will say, hey, I'm selling. You can buy them in batches of 10. And this is the price this week. And so you can buy however many batches you want. And then throughout the week, when you go to the retail shop, the uh, like secondhand trading post, right? Uh, you can check the price of the turnips. So they can either be higher or lower, obviously. So you want to you know, try and buy low, sell high. And that's, that's kind of how you can make quick, easy money in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you wait longer than a week to do it, They'll all go rotten, and you will lose all of the money that you spent to buy them. <laughs> yeah, that's so, happened so you to can't, me. You can't just kind of hang on to them and, and wait for the perfect opportunity. There is a sense of, of urgency to doing that. Right. Um, if you got to offload them, you got to offload them. Otherwise, you lose everything. Yep. Um, yeah, I thought the turnip thing was always pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Go over some of the features of the updates, like changes to the update that yeah. weren't in so, the vanilla version. Because so, there's the, there's one thing I'm going to point out real quick that I particularly like, and that's mm-hmm. a, albeit simple, but questing system. No, you know, nonetheless. Yeah. Um. So like I said before, you know, Animal Crossing has always been pretty directionless, and it's fine, but. If you're like me, and there are a lot of people like me, and you're hundreds of hours into this game, you do run out of things to do. So with this new update that they post, um, 
they they have introduced a pretty like like Antonio just said it's a pretty meager quest system where every day there will be two daily quests that you can do and two uh, I think they're weekly we haven't really had the update long enough to see how often they refresh but I'm pretty sure it's weekly um, I think that's right quests, yeah yeah where it'll be it'll be tasking you to do kind of things that you would generally be trying to do anyway you know catching a specific bug or you know, planting a certain amount of, of plants or, uh, you know, hanging a specific thing on your wall. Uh, and when you complete these quests, you get uh, what they call Meow Coupons, which the Meow is actually uh, an acronym for something that I can't remember. Oh, hold on. I texted to you, but you keep talking. Um, and so you can use those coupons that they give you uh, in the new campground area that they added where new villagers will come and visit and you can buy, you know, special new items to play. Uh, and, and yeah, like Antonio said, that's a really, really cool feature. Uh, so the update. It, it the, definitely, it was definitely hands down enough to get me to go back to, to see my village again. Uh, the meow coupons stand for mutual exchange of wealth. Yeah. And you feed those once you, to get those coupons, you get those from what is called a, coupon allocating terminal so you get meow coupons from the cat i love it i love it it's so good uh but yeah i mean i feel like that updates even for people like me who haven't saw connor's hours into the game but need some kind of direction like some kind of purpose something to do when i jump into the game as small as it may be like today what uh last night uh Spent the night catching bugs on the island because mm. bugs on the island at night are uh, you can get some rare ones and sell them for a lot of money. Um, but one of my little quests, or what, what do they call them? They're not quests, they call them something. Um, they have a name I for it, I can't remember off the top of my head. But, um, anyway, we'll just call it a little mini quest. So I had to get 10 things from the island and bring it back, and I did that last night. Mm. And then today I had to water 20 flowers. So I did that. Um, but it, it's just diving in and doing these little things. And then while I'm doing those things, I inter- uh, someone comes up to me and I interact with them. And then everything just kind of snowballs and plays out from there. Yeah. Um, so what is what does this whole campground park do? This like campground. So it's basically their way to shoehorn in uh the amiibo functionality uh and and what it is is it's a it's it's a campground you know you go up and it's a it's a campground with a a nice hippie host um and the way it works is there will you can scan your either amiibo the animal crossing amiibo or the non-animal crossing amiibo actually it turns out uh, or your amiibo cards and people will show up to the campground in their RV and then you can go in and, and talk to them as if they were visiting, visiting people uh, and then use some of those coupons on items they might have. Um, so it's just an, it's a new way to introduce new characters and new interactions that maybe you have kind of gone through the rest at this point. So just more content basically. Yeah. Cause right, right now I just opened the game up and I have, I'm up there. Uh, but there's no one there. I think I have to talk to that genie. So yeah, you gotta get the. the you gotta find I, ha- the, so I have the genie. 
yeah so the genie works for just the amiibo there should as far as i know be people that show up on their own anyway so you might want to okay. just keep checking back right. um but the, yeah the the genie is for the amiibo specifically gotcha yeah gotcha so there was another really big feature that you liked that uh you brought up because one of my complaints is you have a very very limited inventory mm-hmm. they are always kind of juggling and uh, you have this magical box that you can access from anywhere that can store – is it an infinite number of things or it's just not a infinite. lot? It's just uh, – it's another okay. pretty sizable uh, inventory spot. But the, the good thing is is how it used to be is you know your inventory was basically like your closet space or your wardrobe or your locker. So you would have to actually physically go there. To, to kind of swap things out and get new things and it be kind of it became kind of uh, cumbersome yeah and so with the new storm you can actually access that anywhere in the game at any time so it's gonna make kind of accessing specific items or tools that you might need a lot easier and faster that's nice because I know uh, coming off of Dragon Quest builders while still playing it here and there uh, they have a similar thing so when you start out you have a limited inventory. And then you can build chests and things like that, but you always have to go back to your base to get them. Eventually, when you become a high enough level, uh, which isn't too far in the game, you can build this like mega chest. I forget they they call it, but basically, it can store significantly more than anything else, and you can access it from anywhere wherever you're questing. And if you're out and you're questing and your inventory, your personal inventory is full, any like uh, ore or uh, anything that you you loot automatically gets put into that big storage box yeah that's smart yeah it's smart it's really nice i mean you know there's not a that still has its own limits uh and i guess maybe you can make more than one i don't know i haven't had to but uh, a feature like that's really nice to see come to animal crossing too Mm -hmm. so um yeah uh wrote random question so the fortune cookies Mm mm-hmm do they refresh every day? Yep. So every day you can get two a day. Oh, you can get two ones. a day. Yep, you can get two a day. Well, right now you can only get one. Once you, oh, okay. so once say. you once you buy enough stuff from that store, uh, it will close shop for a few days, and they will upgrade to a newer shop, and they'll do that a few times. And I think after the first upgrade, uh, there are then two fortune cookies. There are so many things about this game I don't know. Yeah, and so the cool thing about the fortune cookies that, that Tony's explaining is you can go into the store and, and get these fortune cookies with, with play coins, which is the 3DS's way of, of rewarding you for walking. Um, They're always at 300 because I have yeah, nothing to spend them yeah, on. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> and you can... Uh, so you can do that, and you'll get cool collectible items to put around your house from pla- classic Nintendo games, like... You can get Mario's hat to wear, or you know, you can get uh, a Triforce, or a Master Sword and a pedestal, or you know, the Captain Falcon's uh, race car, uh, or the R-wing. You know, and kind of keep that. It's it's just a cool way to you, call back to you old can, Nintendo stuff. Yeah, you can actually get the actual Nintendo systems themselves. And did you see they added the Wii U in this update? So yeah, so. This is actually cool because it kind of calls back to the original Animal Crossing, the one that Will's playing actually on GameCube. Mm-hmm. So in that one, you could actually buy Nintendo systems 
that would play uh, actual NES games. So you could play like the full Legend of Zelda or Super Mario Brothers or what? tennis or balloon fight in the GameCube one. That's cool. Uh, yeah, super cool. Obviously, they're not going to do that now because, you know, that would totally ruin their eShop business. So it was totally absent here. What they've done is they have added two new items, a Wii U and a 3DS, which have unique games. Uh, one of them is a game that's actually from last year's Wii U Animal Crossing board game thing, which is actually the best part about that entire game. So it's cool that it's in here. And the other one is just straight up Puzzle League, which is super awesome. Um, I haven't had a chance to test any of them out yet because I actually just got uh, both the Wii U and the 3DS today, and they don't get delivered to my house until tomorrow. Now I have a question. Yeah. Where can you buy those? Because I thought all that stuff you could only get with fortune cookies. So you can either get them with fortune cookies, or how I did it is I had an Animal Crossing amiibo, and she had them uh, in her RV, and I bought them with coupons. Gotcha. Um, I don't know if I just got lucky that they were both there, or gotcha. every amiibo has it, but yeah, I, uh, you know, if you want those items, go spend $4 on a clearance Animal Crossing amiibo at Best Buy, and you should be good to go. Oh, animal, it, it kind of saddens me, because Animal Crossing amiibos are always everywhere. Yeah. Or I could just, you know, tell you to bring your amiibo when you come over and play VR or something. Um, yeah, but I mean, this is a very I, this, this update and your post especially made me jump back into it, and I, I think I'm gonna play it a lot more than I did last time just to it's relax. So cool to see, and this is something I feel like only Nintendo would do. It's such a Nintendo thing, but to go back to a game that's three years old and add so much new stuff for free just to get people playing it again is so cool. Do you think that this timing of this update maybe could somehow coincide with the mobile release and or the Switch game that we all know is eventually coming? Honestly, I think probably... Back, back when Nintendo originally announced their mobile push, because if you remember, Animal Crossing was one of their original games that was supposed to come out. Right. I think that that this the whatever whatever they had for mobile was probably supposed to launch alongside this update, but then they delayed it because of the whole Mario thing and how they didn't want to cause any kind of brand confusion or anything like that. Well, yeah, because um, Mario is more recognizable. I get exactly, that. exactly. But no, I wouldn't be surprised to see that the the mobile version does either some kind of of, uh, of the same similar things or maybe even set it up for some kind of connectivity with, with whatever's coming on Switch. I'm interested to see uh, what a mobile game version of this game is. Yeah. And, and is it going to be where... So in, in, in this Animal Crossing, you know, you can use these coupons and, and get, get these fortune cookies using these coins that you earn. I wonder is like a mobile version going to have in-app purchases for coins? Uh probably I don't. Not. Yeah. I wouldn't well, I mean we'll see. If any Nintendo mobile game had in-app purchases, this would I make feel the like most it would sense. Be Animal Crossing, it would it would make the most sense. It would give them the opportunity to do the whole Tom Nook thing where you can like barter and and be, you know, Tom Nook. So think if any if anything did that it would be this one yeah yeah oh 
well, do you have anything else you want to say about Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing Lover? Um, if you don't have it, you can get uh, a version of the game when it comes coming out on December 2nd that has the update included, which is cool for them to do also. Um, but yeah, I mean, check out the piece. There's, there's way more stuff that's in the update than we just talked about, but all of it is awesome. And a lot of it's in your uh, write-up, too. Yeah. Um, and keep in mind, like you said, this update's free, so you could also always grab a used copy or something and just get the free update. Yeah. Uh, that works just as well. Um, this game is also supporting Amiibo cards, mm-hmm. which is pretty much Amiibo, just not the cool figure. They're just in a little card with the NFC chip. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I'm... I'm actually hopping back in, playing a little bit of it right now. Does my Mario Amiibo work? No, it doesn't. None of my fucking Amiibo are going to work, are they? Ah, oh, damn it. Anyway, so uh, I guess that wraps up episode 38 of Land Party. What do you think? Go play Animal Crossing. That's what I think. That, uh, yeah, I, uh, I agree with that. Uh, so next week will be episode 39. Um, Hopefully. Oh, uh, wait. Will I be here next week? If we record on Saturday night, I'll be here. I am going to be doing a big, big craft fair with the wife. So hmm. if I do it, it'd be late either day. Yeah, we'll have to figure it we'll out. We'll have to figure I, it out. I fly to Florida on Sunday morning. so mm, Maybe Saturday night we're going to have to do. Yeah, either Friday or Saturday. Friday. Yeah, Friday or Saturday. But either way, I'm going to have a impressions piece up and a video of the PS4 Pro and stuff. So. Can't wait. I want to know. I so want to know what it, I want to know what it, what the difference is and if it's worth it. I mean, I feel like honestly the difference is going to be so much more pronounced on a 4K HDR TV. Yeah, true. But um, I mean, already you can see side by side comparisons of uh, the best example I could see for 1080p is hands down Horizon Zero Dawn. Looks jaw dropping, jaw dropping, on the Pro. Like, I can't believe this is a game I will be playing kind of game. So, but yeah, uh, so everyone take care and uh, we'll see you next week for episode 39. Bye, guys. Bye.